joy to the world to begin Holy Week? Don't worry, I haven't gone crazy. Well, not yet at least. And neither have you, or at least I hope. This isn't the wrong link either. It is Monday, April 6th, COVID day, whatever. And yes, it is Holy Week, my favorite week of the church year. This week there will be worship on Thursday via Facebook and YouTube, and Friday, my very favorite day of the whole church year, will be in the same way as well. And I encourage you strongly to participate so that the coming of Easter Sunday, again via Facebook and YouTube, will be all the sweeter and much, much more meaningful. But as I was thinking about this Holy Week, and especially about this Easter, which is always a day that's very difficult not to be together. It reminded me of something my dad said years ago in a Christmas Eve sermon. I was sitting in the balcony of my parents' church in Wisconsin, brooding because I was in a very bad mood. My wife was too sick with her illness to have made the trip from Washington to Wisconsin, but I had decided to go to my parents' house anyway. I felt torn apart by that decision, and I chose poorly in hindsight, I should have stayed home. But nevertheless, there I was, in my mid-twenties, and feeling very cheated by life at the moment, very far from God. Life just felt unfair. And sitting in that balcony as far away from the pulpit as I could, I had no ears to hear a message of peace or hope or anything else. But then my dad preached something I will never forget. Christmas comes whether you want it or not, he said, whether you're ready or not. Christ comes to us, ready or not. In this week, God comes to us in ways we are not prepared to receive, probably, and maybe in ways for which we aren't really in the mood. He comes in triumphantly as a king, but in a way no earthly king would choose, and with a mission no earthly king would choose. He includes Judas and all the other disciples who will turn away in his supper, and after Judas chooses to leave, serves the disciples in a way no leader would dare to do. He dies in a way so humiliating and so final, it can't possibly accomplish anything except as we will come to know the salvation of the whole world. And then he rises, unbelievably even to his closest friends, as the firstborn of the new creation. Now, in an odd way, and you've probably heard this a few times, if not more, this past week or these past weeks, in an odd way, this Easter may uh, be even more sort of accurate to the very first Easter, Followers of Jesus locked up in fear and afraid to go out and possibly meet an end like Jesus. Brave women venturing out on a necessary mission. And then, pow, ready or not, here he is. Jesus appears in the midst of the darkest night and brings a new and unexpected and brighter light into the world. No one was anticipating this. And no one was ready for it. But God acted anyway. 
In Matthew 28, verse 7, the angel tells the women when they come to the tomb, Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Honestly, the Spirit's words through my dad and into my ears that Christmas Eve didn't change my status. It was a time of lament for our family of two. And we are still together here in a time of lament and waiting for things to change. But just as God came and found me in that dark place, God finds us in this place as well, giving us hope, patience, peace, perspective, thankful hearts, and salvation. Ready or not.